we are now going to have a chat to Wayne Quilliam, who is a photographer and a wine maker producer. <laughs> Good morning to you, Wayne. Good morning, brother. How are we this beautiful Melbourne day? Yeah, it's stunning out there, except like, well, I'm in a studio with no windows, but it was beautiful on the way here. Um, oh, dear brother. I'm lying here in a hammock next to the pool. My daughter's just made these gorgeous scones and jam and cream, and oh, life is incredible. Life's pretty good, hey? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we uh, we met because you um, did an art installation at, um, at the business, the agency that I work at, and um, just this most stunning um, portrait, is it portraiture? Is that a word um, of of Aboriginals um, in in community? So, um, just it's amazing the, the shots you get. Yeah, I appreciate that, brother. Yeah, I've, um, I'm one of the few professional Aboriginal photographers that uh, I've been working uh, not only around Australia but throughout the world with Indigenous groups for over thirty odd years. And when um, you know, meeting you that night at uh, that beautiful. You know, interaction with art and wine and fashion and food and just you know, our, our friend Mark from Yaka Zoo is just yep. uh, you know, he brought me in to say Wayne we, we want you to introduce Indigenous culture into to our culture mm. and, and give us a unique insight into you know, the reality of you know, Indigenous Australian people and I've been in that fortunate position to be able to transcend all the different boundaries now and and allow not only all Australians but the rest of the world to enjoy who we are and what we do. Mm. Yeah, well, it's such a rich um, uh, content, you know, base to, to be shooting, you know, and, and obviously you've got, uh, you've got you know, a, a great eye for, for what's going to come up well, you know, in print on, uh, you know, on the wall. Um, it does, but it's, um, you know, the, the, a lot of people don't comprehend, you know, the complexities of Indigenous people throughout the country. As you know, we have the Torres Strait Island people up to the north of us, and we, we have the Yongu in, in um, Arnhem Land, the Central Desert mob. You know, my mob originally uh, from Tasmania. Mm. And even though we all come under that banner of Indigenous or Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander, we're actually very different in nature and culture. Mm. And through this this unique opportunity as you know, photographer, cinematographer, and drone pilot, I've been you know, invited into people's lives to capture who they are and what they do, and and it's a realistic view of who we are instead of um, you know a, a third person type of documentary. It's it's yeah. the reality of who we are as a community. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. I, um, uh, we've got. A, a boy who spent a year up on Tiwi on the Tiwi Islands, um, working at the college up there at Tiwi College, and um, just visiting. It just, gee, it's amazing how it just when when you are allowed into community and and into the culture, it's it, how it just it captures you. I reckon. Oh, it does. It's, it actually it's becomes very addictive. Yeah. Uh, and during COVID, unfortunately, I. I Normally, I'm, I'm on the road 10 months of the year, and Tiwi's one of my favourite places. It's like a second home to me, and I know we had a yarn about it before, mm. you know, about, you know, the, the, the... It's so embracive, and our culture is so embracive. We invite people into it, but a lot of people are... Unfortunately, in society, they are afraid to explore or they're afraid to actually ask the question. 
And what we do as Indigenous people, we ask people to ask questions. And, you know, there's no, as we always say, there's no stupid or silly question. And if you don't know something, ask it. And if, if it sounds silly, well, we'll help correct it. Mm. And we're finding that a lot in today's society and culture is that people are really opening up to go, wow, we want to know more about who you are as a as a people and where you come from. So, mm. you know, your, your boy was um, quite a year up there, hey? Well, he had, yeah, so I think it was probably about 10 months. So he was... Um a teacher's aide uh, and living on col- on the campus at, at college there. And so they would, um, it was, it's such a clever um, idea. So, so they, they set up a college that's far enough away from any of the, the um, three main communities that, that the kids can't walk home, you know, during the week if they don't want to be at school anymore. So they get picked up in troop carriers, brought to college. They love their week there. And then they got dropped home for the weekend. And, and then, um, you know, the the boys uh, then go barra fishing, and as in the, the the teachers and whatever they they had an <laughs> awesome time. Just you know, just take a boat up and um and then yeah, fishing and and whatever. So yeah, pretty good life. Oh, it is. It's incredible. Yeah, I'm, I actually I'm working on a major exhibition at the moment, and um, I'm actually I'll probably be up there in about three or four weeks. I'm collecting some more art and some more interviews for this mm-hmm. show that that. We launched at the National Museum in June, which is the first and the biggest ever 3D interactive Indigenous art exhibition in Australia, which wow. will um, potentially travel the, the world for the next 10 to 15 years. And naturally enough, the Tiwi culture and Tiwi art is so prominent in society that you know, I'll be heading up and having a yarn with that mob, which will be interesting. <laughs> That's fantastic. So so you, um, you were uh, originally from Hobart and... Um, and you sort of, uh, you know, in, in the readings, it was, um, it was said to you, look, you just, you've got to, you know, knuckle down, go and find something to really, you know, get into and, and really embrace. And, and that's been photography for you. It has, but yeah, growing up as a young, young boy in, in Hobart, you know, back in the sixties, early seventies was, um, it's always a. I loved home, I loved Tasmania, but you can imagine back then it was actually you know, 20 years behind the rest of the world. You know, we had limited television, radio, you know, everything you heard was by local newspaper and it's, it was quite a, you know, it was a, an incredible place to grow up. It really was. I had such loving loving family, loving community, but um, it was always that quest for more. I wanted to know more about the world. I wanted to, to, to explore and, and get out of Potentially, what could have been quite a what you could necessarily say a mundane lifestyle. Mm. So I, I signed up to the Royal Australian Navy, joined up, and oh, did you? come to the mainland, and that's yeah. where the, all the adventures grew from, really. Wow! And, and it was one night I was in what was called the paying off tour of our, our only aircraft carrier, the HMAS Melbourne. We're in Hong Kong back in the good old days of duty free. <laughs> And right. I was over in Kowloon, and I'd apparently been out and had a couple of too many quiet ones, yep. which weren't that quiet. They didn't, get, they didn't stay quiet, you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> Not quiet at all. And <laughs> I apparently walking past, you know, all the all the all the glitzy camera stores. I saw this camera that took my eye. I bought it, and I wake up the next morning with this thing under my bunk. Well, <laughs> oh, where did that come from? And I went right. 
I'm going to um, start using the camera and start documenting life, you know, mm. on board board a ship. And as we travelled around and visited different countries, for you know, Japan and Palau and, you know, for the Pacific, I, I was just... I had a fascination with documenting other cultures and that's where it all come from. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so as an extension of, of the photography side of things and your, um, you know, your fame there, you've now brought out a, um, a, a wine, a range of wines um, under the uh, Mount Yengo brand. So tell us about how, how the wines have come about. Yeah, as, as an artist, there's certain things in your career that you always have a, a bit of a, uh, not so much goal setting, but things that you'd like your art to appear on. And, and mine was always, I've enjoyed wine, and you know, I absolutely love it, and I love the, the whole process of it, you know, the connection of, you know, I'm a mad gardener, mm-hmm. you know, and, and as an Aboriginal man also being connected country, it was just a that essence of what it is and, and how can I connect our culture to wine and initially I was talking to this guy that owned a small label called Gondwana Wines and you know I sort of pitched the idea to him that you know if, if you're going to have your indigenous wine label you need indigenous art on the, on the thing yeah. and he agreed and I started to develop up specific artwork for his label and over the years we, we you know, it was a very small label and we we gradually become friends and then um he partnered up with another aboriginal man you know to make it you know, an aboriginal wine wine label and but rebranded it a few years ago because it, it, the authenticity of it wasn't quite what we needed it to be mm-hmm. and it was during covid as i was still producing the art for the labels i said to the boys i said listen i really believe in this i, I believe that we've got a unique product that that will that could go anywhere, and I'd actually like to buy into it. You know, become a, a business partner instead of just the artist. And mm. you know, the boys went away and had a bit of a think because they'd worked hard to you know, put this all together. Yeah, and um, they come back and said, "Yeah, we'd love you to. We'd love you know, to be a, become a part of the, the journey in a, a broader sense." And I bought into it last year. Fortunately enough, my, my beautiful wife agreed with me because <laughs> you know, it's quite a quite an investment in doing these type sure, of things. Yeah. And, and then the next thing we know, that Coles picked us up and said, "Wow, this is incredible! We, we love your story." And um, so at the moment, we're in just two of the, into um, first choice liquor and vintage choice, vintage sellers. sellers yep, vintage sellers. Sorry, yep. apologies. No. And this June, we will then be in all Liquorland stores. Um, wow. We're with Shorty's Liquor. We're with a group called Bid Foods, which supply you know a lot of the the catering firms and large companies with with their their products. Mm. And um, we're also right in the midst now of a negotiation of working with um, some of the, the big cruise liners to take our wine oh, wow. into them and share our stories with them. So you're gonna have to produce a bit then if you get some of those. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's and that, that's the whole beauty of this process is that we we when we come on board to do this and we go to people with it is that we ensure that we've got the right supply, we've got the right wine. We you know we don't want to go in there and all of a sudden people go, well, you know, we need you know, hundred thousand cases and we can't supply it. So we've ensured that we have a great supply of wines throughout not only the Barossa but also some other places, Victoria and New South Wales. Mm. So you can and, um, scale up when you need to. Is it, is... Exactly yeah. right, bud. Yep. Yeah. 
we've we've got a lot of contingency plans to ensure that we we do have product and mm. our first our first container went to the US it just arrived in San Francisco Wow. And um, it's now being out. It's being put out all amongst the distributors for tasting and you know to, to share our story. So we're on the phone. We had a massive call to the US last week with people all over from you know Austrade and you know, a lot of companies. And actually, just before we spoke, I got a, a message from our distributor in in the US talking about you know the the, you know, the great interest in our label and, and where it could potentially go to. Mm. Oh, and look. People should get on and uh, on online and look up Mount Yengo, so Y E N G O, Mount Yengo Wines.com.au. The the labels are they're beautiful. They're they're a piece of art in themselves, mate. Yeah, thank you, brother. That's <laughs> I love that's it. the it's the it, it, and all that art is connected back to the label and connected back to our culture and, and we're trying to show people that, you know, in contemporary culture is that our art uh, you know all the traditional artwork and dot paintings and everything people are used to are still incredible. They're the they're the old ways and they're incredible storytelling. But mm. our labels will share contemporary culture now, and the connection we have with the land and and it sort of reflects who we are as as a people and who we are as a brand. And so far, the feedback we've got is is you know, the the labels and the art is selling the product. Mm. Yeah, well, I can see that, you know, that's a real point of difference sitting on a shelf at First Choice or, or Liquorland. Uh, how many of the wines are, will you have in, or how many have you got in First Choice and how many will be in Liquorland? Because you do, what, um, five different um, SKUs or five different? Yeah, five, five SKUs at the moment and we're, we're looking to maybe expand it depending on the the negotiations with some of the the um, winemakers in South Australia about which we are, we're looking at maybe doing some um, yes, limited edition um, selections. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we're just having a yarn about that. And to be quite honest with you, brother, is that I enjoy drinking the the, the I enjoy drinking wine, but I am definitely not an expert in that. My my business partner Ben and Gary they they're the definite experts in the. You know, the varietals and how it's put together and, and how they're done. Mm. Um, unfortunately, Gary, um, he moved to Ballina just recently and uh, oh, unfortunately did he get underwater. Yeah, right. He did. He wow. did. So we're, we're just working with him now to try and, and get everything back on track. But, yeah, sorry, the, the, the different varietals, they're, they're, they're all coming together um depending on what the market's looking for at the moment. Yeah, well, you know, Barossa Shiraz and McLaren Vale blend of Cabernet and Shiraz, like, you know, they're, they're winners. And same, you know, Pinot Grigio is something, you know, we're, we're all drinking heaps of at the moment because of uh, the time of year, you know. So uh, I don't think you can you can miss. And reasonable prices. So anyway, Mount Yengo Wines, that's what people should be looking at. And then for, for your photography, is there a – there's actually a website, isn't there, Yes, brother. I've I've got two. One of them is just simply um, Aboriginal dot photography, which basically shows all my you know, collection of you know the ethnographic style of you know, social documentary work that I do. Mm. Whereas the art, um, it's it's Aboriginal art dot art. So you know all the WWs and all the yep. other bits and pieces in between. But yeah, the Aboriginal art dot art will show you more of the artwork that I create. Which is basically created from you know photographs and images. Yeah, but right. 
I'm actually moving into, funnily enough, I'm now moving into some different creations. Um, I'm painting now and uh, painting the art, actually painting the photographs on the canvas. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I Are did, you any um, good? <laughs> well, would, would the I photographer did... think you paid it? Uh, do you care and, and homage? It's a funny question, isn't it? Because <laughs> I, I don't see myself as a painter, in right. all honesty. So what I did is I took this photograph and I sat down there with a heap of different paints and different, you know, um, tech, you know uh, ochres and dyes and put them in the paint. And I sort of painted this one canvas piece and I put it into the Aboriginal Art Awards down here in Melbourne. It just as a, you know, to see you know, the reaction to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funnily enough, the first ever painting I did, it won. <laughs> so, so it won the City you of see Melbourne. It's a fairly award. high benchmark. I, well, I'm trying to chase my daughter. She's <laughs> yeah. won this thing three years in a row. Oh, really? Junior category. So oh. she's been giving me grief for years. Uh, I had to step up, but Well, maybe there's, but, a, there's a talent you didn't know you had. Well, <laughs> some new canvas, yeah. new paint. So I'm... And the good thing, and where all this is, is going on with, is, is apart from just the, the, the wine, um, during Vivid Festival up in Sydney, have you ever been up there, though? No, I haven't, but I've seen the photos where, um, uh, so Mark Barrett, um, mm. his team, they lit up, or they did um, projections onto the sails of the Opera House. Is that, that yes. what you mean? Yeah, well, Mark commissioned me this well back in 2019 to create a special art series that was these projected up on the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Mm. And so we've, you know, it's been delayed a couple of times now, but it is all go this year. So working with Mark and his team and um, what we're doing is we're projecting my art up onto the Sydney Harbour Bridge, but at the same time, we've actually got a venue down in the rocks where we're going to have the wine, my art, storytelling for, for corporates. And we're offering, you know, during you know, the opening of Vivid Festival, a specialised night of Indigenous fine food, our wines, my storytelling and art, and also a tour of uh, down at the Harbour Bridge to see see the artwork. Um, so if people are interested, yeah, go onto our Mount Yengo website and you know bring down a bring down a group of the corporates or, or clients and mm. um, yeah, let us entertain you with you know, beautiful Indigenous food and wine. Do you know the dates of Vivid Festival in Sydney? I do, but I can't, can't remember. Oh, God, That's okay. I'm we can easily old, but I, look I should up. know this. So, I? is it in the next few months, or like, is it in the next week? Uh, in um, I, uh, uh, in May. Uh, yeah, okay. My wife's doing the great thing. She's telling me May <laughs> May the twenty second. There you go. It's twenty seventh. Sorry, May the twenty seventh. It's also Reconciliation Week. I should remember that. Okay. So May the 27th is the beginning of Reconciliation Week and Vivid Festival at the same time. So that's why we um, we decided to do at least a week, if not two, of these experiences. And already we've had well, three of the major corporates come to us looking to book out nights. So it's got to be... You'll have to come up, but... Yeah, look, just thinking that might be uh, a definite reason to come up. Um, well, that sounds that sounds awesome. And... But, so many things. We could talk for the rest of the show. But, <laughs> um, good, we could. Uh, so I think people should definitely go and uh, either buy your wine at um, First Choice um, or Vintage Cellars, um, but Mount Yengo Wines, check out the website. It's beautiful. These 
And for me, I'm thinking, what a great gift, you know, this this wine that, you know, hopefully they keep the bottle after they finish the wine, you know, because it's, it's stunning. Thank you, Rob. And I really appreciate it because it was wonderful catching up that night and yeah, just the, you know, showing this beautiful Australian produce, which is, you know, it's, it's sustainable, it's high quality, and it's got a it's got a story behind it, which is not, you know, it's the first ever Indigenous-owned wine label. And um, it's really going to bring people together and, and just start the conversation. Mm, yeah, it, it, it's really great. I love it. Um, Wayne, thank you, mate. Have uh, have a great afternoon and get the paintbrushes out and see if you can um, beat your, your daughter in the... Uh, she's going to be in your category in a minute. Oh, she's beyond me, brother. She's far better <laughs> artist than what I am. But, you but, know, but soon she's not going to be in the junior category. She's going to be in open and uh, you've got you got to look over your shoulder. Oh, yeah. I mean, she'll end up running it all, right? I'll just <laughs> sit back. I'll sit back on my super yacht in the Bahamas and she can just... She can go out and sell her art and... Keep me in the life. Keep, I'm going to be a customer. Keep you in a hammock and uh, <laughs> <laughs> with scones coming. And uh, <laughs> all right, <clears throat> Wayne, thank Have you, a mate. wonderful day, brother. It's yeah, great, you too. Great having a yarn here. Same, mate. Thank you. Take See care. you, Wayne. Bye, bye. Uh, Wayne Quilliam, um, photographer, wine producer, um, painter. Now, 